Welcome to Ellie Goldsmith's Amuna is our future class live with Shobhavim. This is week one. Yeah, a new start, a new beginning, a new time period, an opportunity to grow together. We are live from my holy home. Very appropriate for such a class, especially this being the first week of Shobhavim. And it's an opportunity during this special six weeks together to grow. <coughs> Shobhavim is an acronym, as we put in the details below. You're always welcome to check there. If you want any written explanation of what we're doing together. And you go down there, Shobhavim is acronym for Pasha Shmos, Bayera, Bo, Bashalach, Yisro, Mishpotim. So six Pasha, six weeks, Shmos, Bayera, Bo, Bashalach, Yisro Mishpotim. These six weeks is the acronym for Shovivim, an opportunity to go out of our Mitzrayim, as we spoke about on our intro to Shovivim, that we, and we've spoken about this a year before, similar concepts. But what we're going to do today is focus in on not just the, the spiritual aspect, that what we read in the Pasha and how much, thank God, inspiration and encouragement we're going to find in the Pashas, but there's also... Shalom from Yosef David Avram. Thank you very much for saying hello. And you guys also welcome to give feedback and be part. We want this to be interactive. The more we are able to share, the better. But the focus today is basically to do with love. We had the pleasure last night to have Mayor Kay in the studio. I'm not in the studio today because unfortunately the studio guy is unwell. We'll pray for his Rafur Shlema Daga. And um his, his name will remain nameless for the public use, but basically we'll dub him for him. And um, please God will join possibly, possibly a second part to this class in the studio for our team to be able to put on the website. And that will be likely to be Wednesday the same time. So if you guys want to tune into part two, Yom Revi, which is Wednesday, in the studio we'll have a proper live situation with a recorded class but remember we are here in lockdown in the holy land in Yushalayim and even though thank god i'm close enough that we were able to do an amazing class last night with mayor k from la la land people enjoyed that comment and the point is that we have the ability on a weekly level now during these next six weeks not only to have our muna classes like we hopefully have mendy Weinreb coming next um, sunday night and also Yosef Shafario and Jonathan Hill, the following one, for some Muna music, soulful music, and that's really important. We want to really get that soulful Muna music going to get that energy. And last week we had some music. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I did tell you guys it's not my job, it's not my thing, but I enjoyed playing anyway. And it looked like people, thank God, got a good vibe from it, especially the United Souls element where we can really like feel that oneness. I just saw someone in the street on the way to do this class. And he said, you know, we're all connected because I haven't seen him for years. And I used to live in his town. And he said, you know, no, I still feel there's a soul connection. That's exactly what I'm going to talk about constantly and consistently during this whole process of Corona challenge and everything. And I feel this is partly my personal mission, as we've spoken about. It's very important to have clear what your personal mission is. So what is this week's mission? What are we, what are these next six weeks? How can we divide them up? So we're not going to do like Rabbi Alan Anava and do some very intense, you know, like a course of, you know, the, the things he brought down 
um, in those six weeks of Kenegad, you know, holy, holy things like Kedusha Zabris and Nida and Goya and all this, this holy stuff that you can go listen to his classes for that kind of information. But for me personally, what I feel that I need to work on, very practical, especially this year that we are in lockdown situation where we can't go out or travel or all kinds of, of limitations. So, oh, so inspired one of our guests, the music, thank God. But we're focusing in on now a little bit, not just for the music, but just to be able to tune into the kind of energy. I'm like in my home of not only is Kedusha the Bris, but it's a lot to do with being focused on your soulmate. You know, I had the pleasure of watching an amazing interview from Peter Sanatello. He's been going around Shalomi Zion's recommended his videos already. And someone is asking, B'nai Loach allowed to listen to this class? 100%. Everything we do with our Muna classes is not just for the Jewish people, it's for the world. These are universal messages. And for sure, you should listen and share and get the message out there. There's no exclusivity. God forbid someone just asks if only B'nai Loach. Everyone can listen. So... Please join in. So the idea of during these six weeks, I mean, the, the concepts of Shobhavim, remember the Torah was given to the Jewish people in the world. It wasn't just given to the Jewish people. The, the Torah is something that Shabbat Chabanu, chose us from all the nations to be a light unto the nations. And that's our job to make sure that these, you know, biblical teachings that are not just in, in the Bible, but are relevant and universal right now in 2020 in 5781, and show with him specifically to do with focus. Let's focus. So we're going to focus in on Kedusha's Abris, but how are we going to focus on a practical way? We're going to focus it on, on really having love and being proactive and kind towards the people in your life, your soulmates. And that proactiveness is something which we can learn from very holy, special people. For example, obviously, Adam Avinu was the first, who was known as Ish Chesed, a Baal Chesed, and he was the one who brought the Markava, the the, it's hard to say in English, but he was like the channel, the the senior, the divine re, uh, re, emanation of kindness in the world. And that Makaba, that chariot that he represented, that Tanya talks about, Holy Sefer Tanya, that he re, brought down that kindness into the world. And on a practical level, that meant he was kind to his wife, he was kind to all the people that came to his home, he was kind to, obviously, to his children, and he was able to do tremendous, teach the world what it means to be a Baal Chesed, to be an Ish Chesed, and to have Avas Hashem, because it goes together, because the inner level of kindness is to have love inside towards your creator and towards the people around you. And then it manifests in acts of kindness in in an active sense. So it's very important. Um, Yes. So we have the opportunity. Thank you for once again for your comments. I can see them going on here and I'm totally appreciative. You guys on Facebook listening in. Yes. Thank you. Finally, someone gives some love. It's really important that what one of the things that we learn here is how can you think kindness? So kindness and Kedusha's a bris, you know, these seems like different things. Well, Avram Avinu was the man who had the bris mila. He was this holy, holy soul who was, who, who did the, he was in a way the first convert. We had the concept in Gemara Sukkah brought down in Rashi that it says he was, he made gerim, but he made ger on his lave. He was converting his heart. That was the most important part that Rashi says over there that he brought his heart to Hashem, and that was by bringing all the 248 limbs, which is Gematria Avram, he brought that, and that's what we're taking with us from Sefer Beratius, the light from Avram, Mitzvah, Yaakov, the 12 tribes, into this now time period that we're in, Shmos, 
which begins, we're in exile, we're in a place of restraint, of restrictions, of of impurity seemingly, where things are much more challenged, like to be able to keep those eyes pure, the mind pure, you know, right now, say in a lockdown, there's a temptation to want to binge Netflix or all this kind of stuff, to be able to say, no, I'm going to focus on what's important. And what is important, like we said at the beginning, is the relationships, is the people around us, the soulmate, our children, our family, the, the people we work with, the people we communicate to on a larger scale, the opportunities to share that love, that amuna. And it's a very important thing that, you know, for example, in relationships, one of the things I personally cha- challenged with, I grew up in England and my father's like, you know, he's a tough businessman and it was a music, you know, I can make all the excuses, you know, English, conservative, tight lip kind of way of being. But um, what I strive for is obviously, you know, to go beyond in terms, you know, obviously they gave me good values and traditional values, but it's to try and be more kind to the people in my life and how I speak not just be a tough guy, but actually be kind and giving, especially with the soulmate, as we had in the main picture of the video, is that it, the whole concept of a husband giving life to his wife, as we've, we've heard from Gedalia Fenster many times, you have his classes here in our Muna classes, of being able to give over that kindness and love to the people around us and to really see them with the Ayin Tova, to have a good eye, like Amravinu had, to have that Ayin Tova, to really see in the good in people. And it says in this week's Pasha by Moshe Rabbeinu, that he, when he was born, and that Sadiq who was born brought the Saviour, the one to bring us out of Egypt, the one to lead us, our leader um, uh, from all the generations, and he was born in this week's Pasha, he came down, there was a tremendous light, a kitov, a tremendous light filled this room, filled up the home as he was came into the world. And he was the, the what, one of the, the attributes of a leader is he has a good eye. He's able to see the, the, the potential and the abilities and the true reality of the souls of the, of the Jewish people in the world. There's a soul level and that, that soul level is the kind of place you should focus on, especially, for example, in a practical sense in our homes, to see how to say good things and to talk to your family in empowering ways to bring out the soul element. As we spoke yesterday with Mayor Kay, it was beautiful the way Mayor Kay and Ravorish going back and forth, check it out. The class has just been posted live on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube. It's worth sharing. And also the audio platforms are Breads of Israel podcast. You guys should get out there and, and join us together. I do have a relationship podcast, which focuses in more, even more so on the intimate aspect. And it's called Relationship Flow. And the idea, I, I think I put it in the links here somewhere, that there's an opportunity to really work on that intimacy in your home and to really make it more holy. And like, for example, as mentioned, Manus Friedman before uh, being interviewed by Peter Sanatello, and, and those that was the latest class that they put out with Shlomo Zions. And there you see this a beautiful explanation of intimacy, the way it should really be, that should really be intimate, not just, uh, God forbid, like a porn film, um, or some sort of Hollywood version of what relationships have been depicted online. It should be a real, like, meaningful, soulful connection of intimacy, of oneness. And that's the kind of, like, goal that you can head towards in your, all your relationships to have a more meaningful, connecting moments. And it's all the more so right now, where we don't have as much distractions, hopefully online maybe we do, and that we have to control. But in terms of the world, we don't have like, you know, I was always involved with events and big bookings. And, you know, right now, this week, what what's the booking I have this week for Nissan Black? Um, Aisha Torah wants him to come to speak about Shemir Sabris. 
So exactly what we're talking about, Shobhavim, that's what's being requested by, um, we're just going to get this back on again, for some reason it goes off, there we go. Yeah, coming back. YouTube, thanks for hanging in. So we had the opportunity to book this in black to speak about the guarding of the bris, the covenant. And that is interesting, like, you know, that's what's requested during Shobhavim. And here we go. So some on the side, I'll just read out some of the concert, comments, excuse me. Um, wow, this guy's been listening to, Yo- to Rabbi Nachman for the last 10 months. Amazing. So the words of Rabbi Nachman, I wish, you know, I could say that I'm quoting word by word Rabbi Nachman, but a lot of these concepts do come from his holy book, especially the Kutumaran, where there's a beautiful Torah there in the second part in Tanina, and it talks about the idea of the, the more you go after Hashem, the more you go after his will, the more Hashem will, you know, bring people towards doing your will. And it's almost like that Star Wars concept, Lahabdil, when, you know, when um, Ben, Benobi, one Kenobi, I think his name is, says to Luke, you know, and to the, to the patrol there, stormtroopers, you know, uh, starts telling them, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you got, let, it, let us through, you know, like you, he was guiding their minds. But that, that sort of, we're not talking about mind control here. We're talking about like a, a more spiritual aspect of of tuning into the true flow, divine flow that happens in this world, and understanding that by tuning into that divine flow, that you're in a more elevated level already, because you're tuning into what does Hashem want from you this minute, and that once again is creates a certain proactive mindset. Because, for example, like Mayor Kay mentioned last night, a Holocaust survivor. And Lewis House also, he's a podcast I follow, beautiful podcast um, he has there, Lewis House, and Simon Mayer Kay, the Great Day podcast. These people put, uh, have had the merit to interview a very famous Holocaust survivor, you can go check there. Um, I've forgotten her name this moment, if anyone wants to put it out there on the chat. I do, I do somewhere in my Edna or something, but I don't want to get it wrong. So you put it out there, um, but she, this wonderful lady who went through the Holocaust, taught us how to tune into life and just like we have Viktor Frankl and he's, you know, everyone brings Viktor Frankl down of this concept and he also, he was a famous Jew who wrote, you know, The Meaning of Life and we have that concept of uh, that, that meaningful experience by, instead of being dominated by a terrible, tragic scenario that a lot of people, God forbid, right now have somewhat fallen into with the Corona challenge, we have the ability to be, instead of being reactive, to be proactive, to to create a mindset that it's in our choice, it's in our ability to not allow this experience that's very challenging to take over our mindset and rather to figure out how we can now turn that around, as Stephen Covey talks about, and become more proactive and be more giving and be more kind and think of things in different ways to have flexibility. Like we talk a lot about emotional intelligence and being flexible. You know, these are all famous Jewish writers who wrote these concepts, but the idea is constantly allowing your mind to to rethink. And, you know, Tim Ferriss was talking to someone called Daniel Harris, a very, also a very well-known speaker. And it was amazing to hear, like, how much the Jewish, you know, thought process has influenced all this mindfulness music, uh, movement and all these other different things going on out there. But the point is that bottom line is for us today, 
right now to be more proactive in our homes, to be more kind, to be more giving, to not to be reactive to the family when something's going not so seemingly great, like people aren't in the best mood and the family around you aren't like maybe, you know, responding the way you'd want them to instead of being reactive, but to give a kind word, to, to try look for the soul level, as we've mentioned many times here, and to do that on a daily level not just you know once in a while but to actually become fixed in reacting to scenarios in a more proactive kind way and that's something which i know myself like i have a lot of work to do on that so that's why the more i talk about it the more i know how to you know experience life so rabbi nachman says in his holy safer since you guys are talking about rabbi nachman in the comments and i appreciate that is that the more you do hashem's will the more the, your your soulmate will do your will meaning you'll become more unified in your life and that's a very deep concept, but it's very much to do. For example, you have an opportunity at the end of the day. You know, I'm writing my book, United Souls, which will hopefully come out soon. So instead of like writing, not writing that book, God forbid, but actually just searching, you know, on my phone and looking for things, God forbid, that will distract me from my relationship. I'm constantly trying to write a book that will actually give me focus at the end of the day. And that's something I recommend people at the end of the day to find something to keep themselves focused. You know, meditation, espodidus, you know, Kedalia talks about waking up early to do espodidus, whichever way works for you, the morning, the night. And the point is that have that in your schedule, a practical time to just focus yourself on something meaningful or something purposeful to, to end off the day, to begin the day with some sort of a, a voter, some sort of holy work of, for me, it's writing a book right now. And that gives me focus at the end of the day. So I don't go wandering around into things I shouldn't. And that, that's the kind of way of more focus you have with your mission, with things you care about, the people you care about, the less you'll get pulled into things that, God forbid, will distract you from your true you know, soulmate, your true purpose. And that's part of the relationship flow that I've been talking about on my podcast, also my Unity Flow podcast, because it comes together with this united soul concept and Amun is our future, that the more we focus in, and as we spoke about last night with the Muna class, into the soul level, the more we see the good, the more we focus on the level of will, of of uh, Rotson, of what a person really wants to do, as Rav Oresh was explaining last night, the more we are tuned into that, the greater ability we have to be more elevated and more spiritual in our reaction, a more uh, godly-like level, like we spoke about, about Ravinu and Moshe Rabbeinu, all these holy people that we mentioned, and Moshe Rabbeinu comes now in Mitzrayim, his soul comes straight away to help us leave Mitzrayim, to leave these restraints. So that when we wake up in the morning and you're feeling a bit out of it, but you have all these wonderful teachings, like Moshe Rabbeinu is very connected to Rabbi Nachman, the, the souls are very connected, and it's a beautiful ability to yeah, so Baruch Hashem, people are writing about how they left other uh, religions, you know, we're not here to like, you know, like uh, missionize or anything, God forbid, we're just here to clarify truth, truthful concepts that's universal for everybody and can be relevant. And people who, thank God, have made those journey and feel like they're totally getting inspiration from Rabbi Nachman, from Judaism, that's amazing. Um, and Amuna, it's very important that Amuna is the is the foundation of everything that people do. That you know, I myself, you know, I didn't grow up religious. I grew up um, a more secular, like English guy in the music world. And you know, to be able to bridge my past life with my current life, and I had like 20 years of focus, very specifically the first 10 years of pure like immersion in Torah and spirituality. 
like like a sort of Moshe Rabbeinu sort of life experience of just being around holy people all day and learning and davening and just really immersed in the Torah and the Gemara, the Talmud and all the different parts of Torah, having the opportunity to, to be around those holy, holy people and be with them 24-7 and have a wife who supports it for that. And that, that kind of experience that I had personally from the first 20 years of growing up, sec, you know, not religious and not, not aware of all this, and then having the last 10 years of trying to balance it out with my, with my past and my life and bringing it online together with other people. This is my personal like, journey. And that's, everyone has their own version of it on some level. But the point is that, that it's the principles, the foundational principles of Muna is relevant for everyone. That without Amunah, it doesn't begin, and without Amunah, it doesn't end. Like the whole purpose of history, the whole purpose of our learnings together is Amunah is our future. That's what we talk in the class, the name of the class is Shobhavim. Shobhavim has, like we said, a certain secret within it, that it teaches you how to go from your challenges to purpose, to receiving the Torah, to to receiving truth, to be able to become a clear vessel for truth, so that your life can be elevated to a whole new level. And that's the, within these six weeks. So it's not just about uh, tshuva and fasting, like it's brought down in the holy books, but it's it's also about like that going on that process, that journey of spiritualization. And that's really important. And I think everyone here can relate. That's why you're tuning in, because all of you guys have had those seemingly, like someone saying, irredeemable moments. You think it's not irredeemable. But the truth is, like you said, that Shem will redeem you and will redeem everybody from their challenges, from their obstacles. And God forbid, some people, it unfortunately means to leave the world. And then they're redeemed from the sufferings of this world that they've fallen into or, or, or been put through. But then there's other people who are able to come very big elevations in this world, in the middle of suffering. And other people who, thank God, like myself, I can't deal with suffering. So please God, Hashem will protect me from suffering because everyone has their vessels, what they can deal with, what their purpose is. And, you know, I pray every day that Hashem should protect us from suffering and keep us healthy and well, and give us the strength to deal with life and to have that shalom bias and to have that ability to enjoy the relationships, to enjoy learning, to enjoy connecting, to enjoy these Amuna classes. So anyway, so I'm sitting in my house right now. I have my guitar. Maybe I'll get it out now. Uh, we'll say that for another time. Maybe at the end of Shavuot we'll do a little celebration because we went through these six weeks and we really transformed ourselves. But let's just get some, some practical points. One, we want to say that this week is the idea of being proactive, of being kind, being loving, saying nice words, seeing more the soul level, bringing more inspiration to the people around us, being a more uh, a person of light, not heavy, but of upliftment and elevation. And even if there's what to do, but to do it in a, in a better way, try to be a bit more flexible in how our mind works and have the opportunity to really transform ourselves, to not get stuck in any past stories, but to be able to constantly go forward. Like people are still talking, a lot of people talking about now it's 2021, they're all excited. But so for us at Shobhavim, it's a time where this is exactly what we're doing. We're renewing our avoda, our connection to God. And that's something which I thank Hashem, but I know I've had the pleasure of being around people, for example, who would learn five, six hours non-stop during this time every day. And they'd also have time to steeple. They wouldn't speak. They, they would fast in their words. And that was something that, interestingly, I was listening to a guy um, on Tom Billius' podcast, Impact Theory, and he was saying about how fasting isn't just about refraining from food, 
but it's also about refraining from from speech that's not right, refraining from how we think, negative thoughts, to refrain from all this. There's a certain ability to hold back on all kinds of levels. And as Stephen Covey says, a person who has self-control, that gives him happiness. The more person is in control of himself, the more happy he is. So it's very profound concepts that, you know, Hashem is giving us constantly inspiration from all different places. How do we become more in, enlivened, that we're not just being, you know, pulled in all different places because of all the different, you know, desires and, and, and material things pulling at us, but we're able to actually be in control of ourselves and know when we need to do this, we need to connect in an intimate way, we need to connect through eating and drink, we need to connect right now through learning together, spiritual connection, a Muna class, like each thing has its time and place, but it's a lot to do with how you are on an internal level, how you work through things, how you think through things, so that when you're learning, for example, I always had this struggle, like my mind would go everywhere but the learning, so to learn how to hold back that lack of focus and control and being able to tune in to what's in front of you so you can really get the full immersion from the learning and then it's a whole different level of experience and I myself you know pray for that many times you know it was something which was a big struggle for me when I had those immersed years I was still thinking all over the place but the more thank God I like working with you know being on more focused on relationships and focused on what's in front of me the more and being around holy people like with Shalom Morish and my Rebbe Tom the Rebbe and other holy people in Jerusalem the more it's influenced me to hopefully be a little bit more focused on what's in front of me this moment and that gives me ability to be experiencing life in a more proactive way a more focused way and to really therefore bring out the full experience so we'll end off we're coming to the end of this week's class, week one. The homework would be, how can we all do one more, on a daily level, act of kindness to the people around us? Try to be put into action a few more nicer words, possibly if that's what you want to work on, how to be a bit more self-controlled so then you can actually give more to others. You know, you have a situation where you have a certain amount of food, maybe share a bit more to other people. Um, you know, money as well, share by other people another gift or whatever it is, you know, like to, to, to help someone with something, an act of kindness each day for the next week, try just work on it. And I do believe that that, that focus and, and that awareness will give us ability to have much more holiness. So that's what Shobhim is getting at, that it will actually come out in our actions, and but it will come from a place of love, of, of awareness, of truth. And that's something which is very deep. I just want to mention, this week had some very special yacht sites. We had the Bnei Soscha, and coming this end of the week is we have the yacht site from the Balatanya before, you know, around Pasha Shmos, and it's also Rav Dessa's yacht site. These are very holy, holy people, and we mentioned the Sefer Tanya already in the class. The the light from these kind of people has been very inspirational for me. I'm named after Rav Dessa. His name was Elio Eliezer. Um, and I feel like a connection to him. His his book that I read in English is called Strive for Truth. I recommend reading that book. I also recommend learning Sefer Tanya in Chabad.org. Um, I get every day, or .com, wherever it is now, I get an email of Daily Tanya, and I've been doing that for over 20-something years. So to be able to tune in on a daily level to such a holy book and to get advice of what, you know, how the soul works and understanding all the soul levels and how to really understand what being a Sadiq or working towards being a Sadiq and it's called in in the Holy Swam Sefer Bainanim so because it's something which teaches you how to deal with the struggles that we have on a daily level um, and between our you know good inclination and not good inclination but how to 
do it with, with soul and to do it with understanding of Avas Hashem and Yus Hashem and bitterly Yesh, you know, being able to nullify ourselves through the love of Hashem and for awareness of Hashem. These are very deep concepts in the Tanya. You can't sum it up in one go. But the main point is that it's very close to us, these teachings. It's something within us. It's not something far away that you have to, you know, come to only can learn if you're in Jerusalem or you're by these holy, holy people. You did, thank God, like I said, I get it on my email, like on a daily level for over 20 years. So, you know, it's in an email box. It's not something it's, that's only exclusive to Jerusalem. That was the whole concept of Chabad, to go global. And that's what our hope is also with our Munna teachings, to take it global, to learn from Chabad how to go global, to get the teachings out through kindness, through being proactive. And that was, the, you know, from the first Rebbe of Chabad all the way to now, you know, we see this concept is how much Chabad has influenced the whole world towards becoming a more holy place and a place where the Shekhinah, where the Divine Presence can reside. And that's the kind of world, that's the kind of world that Shobhavim is about, that we have a place where we have a place in our heart for the Divine Shekhinah, for the Divine Presence, that we should fill that spiritual oneness with godliness, bring it into our life, bring it into our homes, and I'm right in my room, to bring it into our, into our space of uh, wherever we go, that oneness, that truth, that amuna, that foundation, that we are one with our Creator, and that we can become more divine and more kind in how we do things. My focus is to be more kind in my words to my wife and my, my family. That's my project. And all you guys choose one, choose one project to work on each week. This right now is kindness and being proactive. Don't let the Corona challenge hold you down for being a happy, focused person. And use this opportunity right now that we're in, right now, this moment, this gift of life. Use it to live inspired and elevated and have a beautiful Shabbos this week with Shabbat with Shmos to take those names. We're all names. Everyone has a deep name. I told you my name. Everyone has a name. Everyone has a soul. Everyone has a purpose to enjoy that experience of being in this world with an uplifted level. And thank you again for all your beautiful feedback over here. I really see a lot of love and energy. And yeah, for sure, these concepts are all universal. And we'll see, please God, next week we'll have another beautiful Muna class of Ravosh Sunday night. And Monday we'll be back here, hopefully, in the studio. Maybe Wednesday this week we'll join you again for part two. Maybe just a summarization of what we did so it can go on the website. But the main point is that you just keep sharing Amuna, doing acts of kindness, and especially with your words, with your actions and your love and your feelings to give love and positivity and kindness to the people around you so that we can live in a better world together. Amen. Thank you for joining us. All the best. Please share on.